Witchcraft is like spookier. Mm. Wizards are like kind of cool. Right. Sorcery seems like it's maybe like a cool vibe. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> like you may be doing good or bad, but either way, it's pretty pretty fucking cool what you do with your your wand. Your wizard wand. Your wizard wand. <laughs> back again after a week with without you yeah um which i guess i don't know if we really planned this but we've done a week with you and then a guest and then you and then a guest and then yeah so on so i don't know if we'll keep that going i don't know if we have any, enough guests to do that <laughs> with but um you run out of friends yeah i don't have many so no no That's not true. we are um we're back together again <laughs> we split up for <laughs> We haven't seen each other since our last episode <laughs> together. My favorite is everyone that's always like this lady asking you <laughs> Oh asking yeah, they, questions. Yeah. And they're just like number one, everyone hates me. Yeah. Well you I said some mean things. Well, I would And you talked it. over me. <laughs> I and interrupted I'm a man you. And you talked over me and that rude. really upset people. Yeah. <laughs> how could I do this? How could you talk over me? <laughs> No, but everyone's like, this lady is asking you these questions. She's laughing at this, and she's oh, doing. Everyone hates sure. me. Yeah, because you, because we were laughing at that guy who died. Yeah, which we is very laugh- sad. I wasn't yeah, laughing yeah. at him who died. Yeah, no, like, very yeah, we sad. said no disrespect, but that's a crazy way to die. Yeah, and it's funny. So I don't know how good of a co-host I am. If I think you're great, I well, I love talking to you. You make me a better host. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Assistant um, host. Yeah. But we just did a, an episode with Johnny, mm-hmm. our friend. Um, talked about donuts and a bunch of random stuff. We didn't really answer any fitness questions, though. So oh. I think tonight we'll maybe, we'll try to answer, actually answer some questions. But we yeah. also have some segment ideas, too, that we've, we've kicked around. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, like I'm really excited about one of them. Oh. Where you, you kind of voice over and narrate. Yeah, you, do you have a video? A workout. Yeah, I'll oh. just give you a, a workout. Oh, great. Um, but you just, you know, you just have to mute your phone and watch it. Yeah, it's always on mute. And you're the sound. I don't watch anything with sound. I would, it, honestly, I wouldn't know that you did voiceovers <laughs> on videos <laughs> if I didn't listen to you record them. Yeah. Because I don't ever watch anything with sound on. If I wasn't your husband. Our dog is always interrupting the podcast. <laughs> he doesn't do anything all day long. He sits <laughs> on the couch. He sits on the bed. He doesn't move all day until we start a podcast. Yeah, this is not. to be a part of it. Yeah. It's like. But whenever I record a voiceover, I'll do I'll do like <laughs> check one two check one two into the mic and I'll play it back. He's to immediately s- there to, s- to see you know like <laughs> you know are my audio levels fine or whatever before I record a voiceover. And every time I not when I say it, but when I play back through the speakers, <laughs> me saying check one two, it triggers the dog. He runs out full speed and he, yeah, okay, he's standing at attention, <laughs> like he's like he wants to be a part of it somehow, which is probably why he's doing it now with yeah, the the other day. Us. I was reading our baby a book. <laughs> he could not manage that. He literally was like pacing around the room, like hated that oh. I was reading. He didn't know what you're trying to indoctrinate her or something. <laughs> He's very protective. He didn't know what was yeah. happening. And then for like 15 minutes afterwards, he was just like really like unsettled around yeah. the house. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we talked about Cooper before, obviously. He's a big part of the family and he's <laughs> one of my Stupid. favorites. Um, but 
he got a haircut recently, which is more of just like they shaved him. Yeah. And someone described him as a lamb recently. Yeah. And that's basically what happened. I mean, he got <laughs> sheared. He did. Because he was so mad. At so he, he like doesn't look like even the breed that he is, which is a labradoodle. He looks crazy. Yeah. Right now, he's literally, they like shaved him down to nothing. So I'll throw up some pictures so they can, they can see that. He's a dumb dog. He's a silly dog. I don't know how we got on that, but okay. where we were headed, but. Um, so let's do questions and then we'll do um, one of those two segments, you know, in the middle or one in the middle, one at the end. And yeah, we'll just see what happens, which is what we normally do. Okay. Ask me. Why are gym bros angry slash mean? Why are gym bros angry slash mean? Yeah. Um, I think that I'll just most of them just look that way, maybe at the gym and they're not actually mean. Oh. Um, or angry, you know, I'm sure there are those people, but I think you'd be surprised. Even I find myself like, you know, seeing someone consistently in the gym that I don't know or whatever that maybe looks that way, looks angry and mean. And I'm like, okay, they're angry and mean, but then I like, I'll meet them and they'll be the nicest person. I'll be like, I can't believe I ever thought that they were angry oh. or mean, you know? So I think that, uh, you know, give someone a chance. Yeah. Give people a chance. They're not all angry and mean. I'm sure that they're there to get out those feelings maybe. And that's why, you know, you see that, but they're, most of them are really nice. You think they, people think they're just angry and mean because they're big. Or just like intimidated by big muscle men. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, maybe. Or it's just like a stereotype. Oh, that's, you know. Well, you know how Big like muscle boys are mean. You know how like Planet Fitness, it's like no grunting, no lunkheads. No, yeah, 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 the lunk alarm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is a lunk? I, I I think that's just what they're calling like a big meathead. Oh, I think that's their their name for it. Mm. But yeah, is it like no tank tops? Yeah, Something yeah, stupid like that. Yeah, which is I. They're just targeting it. It's a different demographic, and that's that's fine. I just. We don't respect that gym too as much as other gyms. But anyway, yeah, so uh, to recap, they're probably not. They're probably, just go say hi to one, and I bet you they're, they're so nice to you, and and y- you, you'll you wonder why you, th- you ever thought that about them. Don't judge a book by its cover. Yep. Don't judge a gym bro by his tank top. Tank top. <laughs> <laughs> I used to always make fun of my dad whenever he wore a tank top. You made fun of your dad for wearing tank tops? Yeah. Why? Because I said, you're wearing a tank top. What is that? But what are you insinuating? Nice, like he's one of the girls. <laughs> oh, like he, like it's feminine to yeah. wear a tank top. Oh, yeah. Oh. Your poor dad. <laughs> he just took that abuse from you. Yes. He's he so sweet. Was, he thought it was funny. What do you do for a living? Yeah, I work for... A nonprofit, Christian ministry. Mm-hmm. We have orphanages all over the world, um, missionaries everywhere, like around the globe. The main base is in Mozambique in Africa. Mm-hmm. What do you do? It's called Iris Global, and I am the creative director for this organization. Is that why you can make your videos cool? Because I'm a creative director? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely helps. But people <laughs> always ask me about that stuff. And I. Uh, I'm like, oh, I went to school for this. I literally went to college for, like, graphic art and design and video. 
So Yeah, but that's like so different than it is now. What do you mean? Like as far as the evolution of Yeah. Of what? Graphic design? Yeah, like video? You, even it's like, oh I went to school for if you went to school for like computers. Yeah. In nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, because technology moves so quickly. Yeah. Sure. Going to school for anything. Okay, so you so basically is what you're what you're saying is like my degree doesn't matter. No, I'm just saying it's like it's outdated. <laughs> my <Yes>. knowledge <laughs> in my brain from school is outdated. Somewhat. It's like an old operating system. Yeah. Somewhat. Like it, no one even needs to know this anymore because. No, I mean you like maintain. I would say you maintained your like. <clears throat> don't know well sure yeah i've been keeping up with what's happening in the industry yeah but it's yeah. not it's not like somebody could just say like oh i went to school for that yeah and then you know 10 years later try to jump into being a designer yeah it's definitely different that, yeah that's ago. a interesting world that moves so fast you got to stay on on top of what's happening big yeah. wide world out there it is World Wide web <laughs> but that's what i do um and yeah we um check out iris global an amazing organization they're doing a lot of good around the globe so it's it's fun to around the global around the global <laughs> it's fun to be a part of that yeah what does it mean to train optimally what does it my workouts <laughs> okay <laughs> what does it mean to train optimal optimally my workouts my workouts yeah okay so optimal training is that like a thing right now people have put out content and take a position that like only certain movements are the most optimal. And if you do anything different than that, you're wasting your time. It's not effective. Um, and you're dumb if you do anything, but these optimal movements, right? Um, so maybe that's what he's talking about. But the thing about the thing about an optimal workout is that it's going to be, it's very individualized. So it depends on you. It depends on your goals. It depends on your 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 age, your weight. You know, like it depends on so many things. It's hard to say what's an optimal workout without knowing information about that specific person. So, it yeah. That, so I think that that's saying that a certain movement's better than another movement. It's more optimal. Is optimal for what though? For muscle growth, most likely. That's what they're talking about, which would be hypertrophy. Um, so saying one movement is that is dumb because it really depends on an individual. But then people will, f will say, you know, about the workouts that I put out, don't follow someone's generalized, you know, sets and reps because it's not optimal, which is probably true. Like the general rep ranges and sets that I put out may not be optimal for you, but if you don't know what's optimal for you, this is a place to start, right? Mm. And so this is why I put the workouts out because most of the people that are watching them are maybe newer to the gym or they're, mm -hmm. they don't, they haven't been training for years. They're not an advanced trainee. So no. I'm just giving, you know, guidelines, just a place to start. And then, you know, people from there, as they learn more, they, I think they can figure out, you know, what's optimal for them. The only person that would know what is optimal is going to be you. It's you. It's you. Wow. Wow. What's the difference between witchcraft and sorcery? <laughs> What's the difference between witchcraft and sorcery? Yep. Witchcraft feels more like Gee. a witch might be doing it. Yeah. Mm, a sorcerer is like a 
a wizard. Ah, oh, yes, a wizard. So I guess it, the difference in my mind is probably it's a witch doing it or it's a wizard doing it. So that would be male versus gender female roles. Kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> witchcraft feels more demonic. Witchcraft is like spookier. Mm. Wizards are like kind of cool. Right, sorcery seems like it's maybe like a cool vibe. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> like you may be doing good or bad, but either way, it's pretty pretty fucking cool what you do with your your wand. Your wizard wand. Your wizard wand. <laughs> okay, so witchcraft, sorcery, witchcraft definitely feels more demonic than than sorcery. It's spookier. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what you said, and I think just sorcery is better. Oh. And maybe more effective. But do you think that's because it's a man doing it versus <laughs> maybe it's just <laughs> maybe I'm subconsciously pro wizard because men do a better of all job of the the things. alpha like yeah. energy that they give off. Can a can a can a female be a wizard? No way. Are you sure? No, only witches. We'll have to look into the lore. Like I, I'm not sure. I don't but know. Don't get caught up in that. Don't go down the wizard Google trail. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't be googling wizards as soon as we finish this. <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do a segment where you, my wife Catherine, she's gonna watch one of my workout videos that you've probably not seen before. I, I don't think you watch all of my workout videos. No. So this is probably new visual information for you, and and you're just gonna off the top of your head just say you're gonna narrate it. Yes. Ready? Okay. Watch this video to learn how to get full big biceps. First, you're going to start with an incline dumbbell curl. You're going to want to be sure that you're leaning back a little bit and doing it real slow. <laughs> oh my you're going to do these uh, 15 to 20 times. <laughs> Come on. Next, you'll do a V-bar cable curl with... Uh, some V bars. You'll do this three times, 10 to 12 reps. Next, you're gonna hit your forearms with a reverse grip curl. It's so hard. You have to be really strong to do this. People ask me all the time how to get big forearms. This is how. Use code PERK for superhuman uh, pre workout. It's so good and natural. That, oh, is this it? Overhead cable curl. Last one. Uh, you're gonna have to do this one-handed. Amrap, <laughs> <laughs> oh as many reps as possible. Oh, that's really good. That was <laughs> that was really good. Actually, you you covered some of the main points that I would have have said. No, I didn't. You, you did. I think you. I think you. Only because it. Only because you had the um little titles on the there. The titles up there, so you knew what. Each movement was. Yeah. One of them sounded like it had a spelling error, though, did, did it? Yeah, it did. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> well, that was great. Let's dive into a couple more questions and then. Do you take creatine? If so, do you cycle it or take it consistently? Um, I do take creatine. What does it taste like? There's no taste to it. It has, literally has zero taste to it. Um, and it's in pill form. I mean, a lot of it can be in, oh. in powder form, but they're, they're both tasteless. I mean, I do take that. <laughs> And there's no need to cycle it. You don't ever need to cycle it. You could just take it forever, every day. There's no need to come off of it. So it's a reoccurring, you know, element in your body already. Um, what you get from steak and other things. But you're just supplementing that. So, um, And it's the most studied, I think, 
supplement out there and it's safe. You don't need to cycle it, but what you do need to do is when you start, you need to do like a loading phase. In the first week, you take 10 grams every day mm. instead of five. And that just loads your body full of it to make sure that, the, that it's in there. And then every week from there on out, as long as you don't take like three or four weeks off, you just take it every day, five grams every day. Mm. Yeah, there's no need to cycle it. And I get a question, I get this question a lot about, should I take creatine if I'm, if I'm cutting or if, if I'm bulking? Like people think that maybe you, you shouldn't take it when you're cutting because it makes your muscles look more full and you carry more water. But um, you should, you should take it regardless like of whether you're cutting or bulking so you should always take it football, I don't well i just thought it i was going to leave it because oh. you know you it, used to play football well i used to play football yeah <laughs> this makes you feel at home yeah <coughs> i'm going to have your hands on a football <laughs> i'm going to um i'm going to vegas this week for the alpha lion which is a supplement well, company. by the time this comes out it'll be mm, last week right so when this comes out, it, it would have already happened. So I went to Vegas. <laughs> so I went to Vegas last week for the Elf <laughs> Lions. <laughs> They're calling it the Superhuman Games. Nice. Um, but it's just a, a fifth birthday celebration for the company. And and I guess they're in GNC now, so they're making big moves. And, yeah, I love their, their supplements. But I'm going out there to hang out with some of the athletes for their fifth birthday. But they're doing a competition for the Superhuman Games and like literally every competition they're doing, I'm going to, n I, I'm not going to excel in, in any of these areas. Oh. Like one of them is, is like how many times you can do flat bench. Or, and I don't, I don't do flat bench in my routine because I had a shoulder issue and you don't yeah. necessarily need it to develop your chest. It's more for like, um, cool, big pushing. I'm <laughs> looking cool, big and pushing. <laughs> That's what it's for. Yeah. Um, no, it's. It's a great way to develop your chest. It's just you don't need it in your routine, and it's kind of hard on your shoulder. But anyway, they're going to do who can do the most, like, reps of, like, 185 or something, which I don't even do do flat bench, so that's going to be tough. And then they're doing a vertical leap. You're not going to try it, are you? I'm going to try. No. Well, I'm not going to push myself to. You're going to get hurt. I'm not going to get hurt. I'm not, I'm not taking it that far. I don't care. But they're doing a vertical leap. Which I used to have a really good vertical leap. Like I'm five nine and I I could dunk. And I haven't tried in a while. So I feel like my my, my leap is not gonna be there. Um and they're doing sprints and <laughs> we don't we know what happens when I sprint. Yeah. Like what happens? You always pull your hamstring. Pull my hamstring. Yeah. And why is that, do you think? Because you pulled it too many times. Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. I thought you were gonna give me a joke answer. I was oh. I was ready for something else. Um, but that's exactly why. I play college football, and I pull my hamstrings like a million times in, during my college football career. And you never really recover. It's always kind of prone to that. And if you see my – we've talked about this before, but if you see my my, my hamstring, <laughs> I couldn't think of what muscle I, I we were just talking about. My hamstring, when I like do leg curls or something, it looks like a minefield. It just is like looks like craters. It looks like Mars because of the scar tissue. Don't pull it. Okay, we'll see. I mean, we'll know when the time this this episode comes out whether I pull my hamstring or not at the at the at the superhuman games. True. At least I won't be there. <laughs> you won't be there to listen to me complain. <laughs> now that'll be my new Alpha Line friends. Nice. 
Um, let's go with another question. How often do you train to failure? How often do I train to failure? How often do you train for failure? <laughs> I never train for failure ever. <laughs> only success. Do not train for failure. Only train for success. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I, I rarely go to like true failure. I mean, I do sometimes, but I think studies have, have shown that it's best to go to leave one or two reps in the tank. And I use RPE a lot with, with clients, which, which means rate of perceived exertion. And it's just a scale um, that'll help that helps us like understand like where we should be in in respect to true failure with our sets. And most compound most compound movements are gonna be I have them programmed for like an RPE of eight or nine, which means you did eight reps, you had two left you could have done, but you stopped there. Mm. Or you didn't well, what if people don't actually know their limit and maybe they're stronger than they think well, that's they the, are? Right, that's the problem. People do not know what true failure is. True failure is like you're like you you're dying. You got robbed and your wife left you and <laughs> yeah. then you went and murdered somebody. And <laughs> yeah. That's like true you're failure. You're locked up for life. That's you're true on failure. death row. That's yeah. true failure. Yeah. Um so a lot of people don't know what that is. <laughs> I never experienced <laughs> most, that. Most people will never know true most, failure. Most people will never know. Um, but that's a really good point that you bring up. I'm mm. glad you said that. Most people don't know what they've never experienced like true failure. And <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, muscular, muscularly speaking. Yes. Yeah. I think it's better to, 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 to train just this side of failure for your heavy movements. Um, I think that if you're trying to build muscle, that's best. Um, but it, with it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. But I do, you know, if I'm doing a, a burnout at the end of a certain muscle day, um, I'll take that to, to complete failure. But even when I'm, I'm, I'm taking myself to complete failure, like on a, on a hack squat or something. Yeah. Even when I take it to failure on there and I'm really like truly taking it to failure, like I can't get, another rep and I can't even get that rep. Like I'll fall down and luckily there's space for me to not get crushed by the weight because they designed these well, <laughs> but, and then I have to take weight off and put it back up because yeah. I couldn't literally went to failure. Um, <laughs> but even when I'm doing that, I'm not screaming. I'm not like hollering. Screaming. Yeah. Do people scream? People scream. Why? Maybe it's like, how do they scream? Well, I'm not going to do an example. Oh, yeah. No, well, Johnny was talking about last <laughs> week when somebody was making sex noises at the no. gym and the trainer's clapping his hands like no. slap, slap, slap. Yeah, no. that was a really funny episode. You should check it out. But people scream. People yell. Um, you, I can hear them across the gym with my headphones on. So it's loud. Why are they doing this? I think maybe some of them are trying to get attention. Maybe some of them are actually going, actually working that hard. But I don't see the need for that, even if you're. A lot of it might just be, you know, hype, which is fine if you if it helps you. <laughs> yeah, but that's why that's not going to fly at, at, at Planet Fitness. You know? Oh, no way. Let's do another question. How often should you switch up your workouts? Um, someone just asked me this today, like one of my clients. Oh, great. Um, yeah, so a, a lot of people think, well, there's this like misconception of muscle confusion 
is going to somehow keep you, you know, building muscle. Mm-hmm. You know, if you confuse the muscle, then it's, you're sore. And, you know, it's, if you're sore, it's, it's working, you know, you can feel it. But that's all nonsense because soreness is not a indicator of like whether you had a good workout or not. It's an indicator of like whether you've done that recently or not, you know. Yeah. So if you do something that you haven't done before, if you do just a different move than you did last week for chest, that's certainly probably going to make you sore if you aren't consistently doing the same thing. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you it was a good workout. So... <clears throat> You need to progressively overload, and I have all my clients do it. Progressively overload the same movements as 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 much as it sucks to do the same thing every week. The problem is everyone is like, I'm bored. I've done it for four weeks. I'm bored. I want to do. A, yeah. I don't want to do the same thing at the gym. Yeah, for sure. Right, but it, that's the best thing for you to build. If you're trying to build muscle, that's you need to do that. What if I don't want to do? Well, then you can go to find someone else that'll make you a program okay. like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who's, oh, what's her name? Well, the only time that I'll like concede to someone who's like, you know, I don't want to w- do this for 12 weeks. Um, if, if, the, if the boredom of the workout or if your lack of motivation to do the workout is directly tied to like what you're doing at the gym because yeah. you've been doing it every week and it's affecting your intensity at the gym, mm-hmm. then I'd suggest maybe maybe mixing it up. I would do a different movement maybe that hit the same muscle group the same way. But yeah. that's the only time I would do that. But like in my program, I'll do 12, 10 to 12 weeks, and then we move. We do a deload week, and then we go into phase two, which is all new workouts and all new movements. So oh, nice. you just got to get through 12 weeks. Yeah. Great question. Do you have a girlfriend? Do I have a girlfriend? Yeah. I don't be honest. I really don't have a girlfriend. I swear to <laughs> God, this is my wife. I have no girlfriends <laughs> like that. She knows about or doesn't oh. know about people don't know that you're my wife. They think it's you're some lady, some lady some who's like <laughs> grilling you with questions. <laughs> some lady who's very mean to bodybuilders. Um, she laughs at, Dead at people. deaths <laughs> and she interrupts me when I speak. Oh, a man. Wow. Can't believe it. What kind of show this? is this? What do you do for imbalanced muscles? So if you have a noticeable, um, like strength imbalance or size imbalance in like, let's just say one, your one arm over this arm. Uh, one thing you can do are what are called unilateral movements, which is working that arm in this specific example, working that arm on its own. And if, if you work the, the, the arm that's, um, weaker, than the strong arm. So I would always start with that. Start with your weak side. Do your sets, reps at your RP of whatever you're training for. And then be sure that you don't do more than what you got on this arm with your with your strong arm. Uh-huh. And then that's that's how we iron out muscle imbalances. It's like one skinny arm, one strong arm. Yeah, exactly. Like farm strong. Yep. It's like you only do a movement because you're like picking know. up a log. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're chopping firewood. Yeah. Which is what I did growing up. And then you just have one arm that's. Yeah. Big. Sure. Maybe that's the case. Maybe they work construction and they do, 
something with one hand. Yeah. But either way, unilateral movements, that's the answer. How long can you spend in a caloric deficit when you're cutting? How long can you spend in a, de- in a caloric deficit when you're cutting? Mm. That's a good question. I don't know if they mean like if, if, if you go past a certain point, maybe it's unhealthy to be eating, you know, less food, which is probably true. Like that's where you could probably get into um, eating disorders. I think it's, you could probably easily slide into an eating disorder by um, being in a caloric deficit until you're happy, but you're just never happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, be aware of that. But I think like don't be in a caloric deficit forever, like year round. You can't do that. That's not sustainable and it's not good for your body. No. So I would do like one full program. Um, program? I don't know, 10 to 12 weeks and then just reassess and see how quickly you, you lost weight and how, how close you are to your goals as long as they're realistic, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think that we covered quite a few topics and I had some laughs and it seems like it was successful from our perspective or from my perspective. Do you feel that that was a good show? Yeah, probably. I just started, I've never called it a show before today and now I'm calling it a show all the time. But it is kind of a show. Yeah. In fact, the last episode was in 4K, which I mean, it's pretty Very crazy showy. to watch that on your TV. If you have a 4K TV, you know, on YouTube. And yeah, we don't. We have would 4K. be. We don't have a 4K TV. You didn't have to put us on blast <laughs> like that. This, this is, is a podcast, podcast where people do gym stuff, gym stuff, and, and other stuff too. <laughs>